sit down and get ready to have a Bible study with me, Evangelist Len Paxton. I love you, and I look forward to you. Praise the Lord, and welcome to the Bible class this week. Uh, if you have your Bibles, turn with me, please, to the 12th chapter of the book of Romans. And I want to deal today on the subject, Dealing with Revenge. And now, uh, sometimes uh, I think the best of people, the best of people, at times may just entertain thoughts of revenge. Well, of course we know as Christians that we're not supposed to live that way. And I want us to look at what the Bible has to say about revenge and some, some things that we can do to obtain victory over that. Um, again, you might not be dealing with it right now in your heart and life, uh, but there certainly will come a situation, a circumstance, where you could be tempted. Now, let's just not uh, ask you to admit that Maybe you have a revengeful spirit, but let's just acknowledge the possibility that something could happen and you might find yourself wanting revenge. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you today to open up your word to us. Father, we ask you to bring deliverance today. Father, so that Lord God, as your people, we will not operate in the spirit of revenge, but we will love in the name of Christ. Amen and amen. Romans chapter 12, verse 17 is where we'll start. The Bible says, Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Now see, Sometimes it's not possible for us to live at peace with a certain person or certain people. We just wouldn't get along, you know, and that's not necessarily a sin. The best thing to do is, is stay away from those individuals if we just can't uh, walk in the Spirit when we're around them. I think every effort should be made to walk in the Spirit so that we do not isolate ourselves from people that God may have placed within our circle of influence because that's a, a, oftentimes a divine appointment and we actually sometimes become responsible for those people hearing the gospel. But the Bible simply says, if it's possible, as much as it is in you, you do your part to live at peace with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. In other words, and that's, that's a powerful concept, really. Um, when you take matters into your own hands and seek after revenge, you're adding evil unto evil and being overcome by evil. 
But when you walk in that which is good and godly and noble and holy from, from the Scripture, uh, in the end, you overcome evil with good. Praise God. Sometimes we have to swear to our own hurt. Sometimes we have to take unfair treatment. Sometimes we are mistreated. And we have to turn the other cheek. We have to pray for those that despitefully use us. We have to love our enemies. Why? Because we are overcoming evil. As God's people, we are to be evil overcomers. Amen? We're to overcome evil, not join with it, and not add evil upon evil. And that is what the spirit of revenge will do. You've probably heard the statement many times, two wrongs never make a right. Two wrongs never make a right. Let us do what God has told us in His Word to do. Now what exactly is revenge? Revenge comes from the Latin word vindicare. And it means vindictive action. Revenge inflicts damage, injury or punishment, in return for injury or insult. In other words, you did something, so I'm going to get you. You did something to me, so I'm going to pay you back. Revenge means to retaliate with a vindictive spirit. Some people even think that they're going to find satisfaction in revenge. That, my friend, is a mental delusion. Revenge does not satisfy your hunger or your thirst. Revenge will not put clothes upon you. Revenge certainly will not draw you closer to God. There is no satisfaction in trying to get revenge. Revenge always calls for retaliation. I want us to look briefly here today. If you allow a spirit of revenge to come into your life, what can it cause you to do? What can revenge cause you to do? Let's look at that. Either mentally or emotionally, revenge can cause you to act in, in an irrational manner. You will, a person who's taken up with the spirit of revenge does not act and behave with the same intelligence as they normally would. The desire for revenge, and it's a burning desire in some people, reduces your capacity to reason. Did you hear that? It reduces your intelligence to seek revenge. Revenge is often motivated by half-truth. And remember this, my friend. A half-truth is always a lie. In the Word of God, when they were seeking to crucify Christ, and they tried to bring in false witnesses against Him, and they couldn't find any, finally they found two people, I believe it was, that came in and gave half-truths. 
They said Jesus said that he would destroy the temple and raise it up again in three days. Well, Jesus did say that, but he was talking about his body. You see, a half-truth became a lie that condemned the Savior. Revenge is often motivated by half-truths. Revenge can make what actually took place bigger than it really was or really is. And revenge is often motivated by absolute, outright untruth and total lies. Revenge can cause acts of hatred and murder. Revenge stems from bitterness. Revenge can change a human personality from goodness to meanness. Revenge is like cancer, beloved. It eats and eats and eats and eats until it totally destroys. That is not God's will for your life. Revenge can produce terrible acts of ingratitude. Somebody who wants revenge is ungrateful for the goodness that has been given them in their lives and they mistreat people who have been good to them. And boy, I could tell you some stories about that. Believe me, I could. Revenge produces a hatefulness, an unthankfulness, and an ingratitude. Revenge is satanic, and it will cause a person to commit evil acts. Let's look today at a historic act of revenge. John the Baptist was beheaded through revenge. He pointed his finger at King Herod and told them and told him that it was not right for him to have his brother's wife. I mean, he just the prophet of God just pointed his finger at King Herod and said, "You are living in sin. You are living in adultery." And this made the queen Herodias mad. She became angry and she thirsted after revenge. This queen wanted John the Baptist to be killed. She wanted revenge. Let's read about it in Matthew, uh, the 14th chapter, verses 3 and 4, and verses 10 and 11. Herod had laid hold of John and bound him and put him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. Because John the Baptist had said to him, It is not lawful for you to have her. Verse 10. So he sent and had John beheaded in prison. Do you see the terrible act of atrocity that was committed by a spirit of revenge? And his head was brought on a platter and given to the girl and she brought it to her mother. The spirit of revenge will cause you, it will cause an otherwise normal person to commit horrible acts of atrocity. What does God say about revenge? Well, God tells us that we are forgiven in the same manner that we forgive others. 
You cannot harbor a desire to get even in your heart and expect God to forgive you. Let's read Mark 11, verses 25 and 26. Whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, now that's, that is pretty plain. If you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. Is that easy, Brother Paxton? Absolutely not. In, in order to live by that Scripture, man, we need the help of the Holy Spirit. We had better make sure that we have the proper object of our faith, which would be the finished work of Christ upon the cross, so that we can have the help of the Holy Spirit to walk in total forgiveness. Amen? Because, let, let, let me ask you this. Jesus Christ forgave us. Jesus Christ was the sacrifice. God forgave us for a lifetime of sin that we had committed. Every single act of sin, every single wrong that we've ever done, because of Jesus, God forgives us if we've accepted Christ. How dare we hold acts against, of sin against anyone else? And we need forgiveness too. We should be quick to forgive. We should release and let go of our attitudes of revenge and take on the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, if a man takes your shirt, give him your cloak too. Do not try to grab something from him. So, you see, selfishness wants to grab, wants to take. Revenge wants to take. It wants to grab. Totally opposite of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Matthew 5 and 40 says, If anyone wants to sue you and take away your tunic, let him have your cloak also. Beloved today, there is simply no need for revenge. You know that revenge is not of faith, and whatsoever is not of faith, the Bible says is sin. Revenge is not a faith. Moses did not desire to take revenge against Miriam for her rebellion. You can read the story in Numbers 12. The Bible says that Moses was very humble, more than all of the men who were on the face of the earth. And let me tell you something. Humility and meekness doesn't mean weakness. You see, you're not weak when you turn the other cheek. It takes a strong person to do that. It takes a strong person to suffer wrong, to, to uh, have false accusations made against them and suffer it, and to turn the other cheek. That's not weakness. That's the Spirit of Jesus. That is a strength of character. Amen? And God wants every believer to have that strength of character. 
Now, if you'll read the story in Numbers chapter 12, God judged Miriam and Abram, but Moses did not take matters into his own hands. Moses did not seek revenge. God struck Miriam with leprosy. Her brother Aaron, a part of a conspiracy against Moses, was the high priest and had to take Miriam to an isolation ward in the Sinai Desert. But Moses prayed for her healing. Hallelujah. And God healed her, by the way. Oh, beloved, today we have the right to choose to pray for those who hurt us. We have the right today to make the choice to pray for our enemies. Hallelujah. And watch God work. And watch God's power come on the scene. Watch God take control of the circumstances. Amen. Moses prayed for Miriam to be healed. And God healed her. King David did not take revenge against Saul, even though Saul had tried many times to kill him. I want you to read. Let's just turn to 1 Samuel 24, verse 6. And listen to what David said. He said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing to my master, the Lord's anointed, to stretch out my hand against him, seeing he is the anointed of us to walk after the Spirit and not fulfill the lust of our flesh. Lay down revenge. Lay down anger. Let it go. Amen. Trust God and He will work the situation out according to His will. According to His good and His good plan for us. Amen. We do not have to take revenge on others. Now, if I discover that I have a spirit of revenge operating in me, what do I do? What can I do? How do I deal with it? Of course, it's faith in Christ, yes. But the first thing that we have to come to the place that we realize that we have the spirit of revenge. We have to quit justifying our desire to get even with someone. Some people go their entire lives trying to get even and never get there. Because you won't ever get there. Evil is never satisfied. Wickedness is never satisfied. And revenge is never satisfied. It wants more and more and more. And when you get revenge on one person, somebody else does something to you, you want to get them too. It's a never-ending cycle of Satanism. But if you have a revengeful spirit within you, Jesus came to forgive you. After you identify your need, after you repent of, listen, after you call revenge what it is, sin. And after you repent of wanting revenge, look to Jesus Christ for help. You don't have to look to science for help. Come to the real source of help, and that source is the Lord Jesus Christ, and that's available to you because it was Jesus who went to the cross and paid the price for the sin of revenge and every sin that is known to man was paid for by Christ at the cross. Seek the true source of help. An outstanding example that the Bible gives us of Christ's forgiveness occurred when Jesus 
did not seek revenge against his own murderers. Read Luke 23 and 34. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And while he was praying that beautiful prayer, they were dividing his garments and casting a lot for his clothing. Dear friend today, I don't care how bad you've been. I don't care what you've done. Jesus wants to forgive you. And if you've got revenge in your heart toward anyone, if you'll confess it as sin and turn away from it, Jesus will heal you. He will heal your heart. He will heal your emotions. There may be a struggle and there may be a battle, but keep your faith anchored in the cross of Christ and you will come into victory. The Holy Spirit will help you, amen? And you can be free of wanting to get revenge and being hateful and all that ugly kind of stuff. Forgiveness is the answer to revenge. Learn to forgive and forget, just as God does with our sins. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Learn to forgive and forget. Let it go. Those people that may have done you wrong in your life, and maybe they hurt you and they wounded you. And we're not making light of that. That's a terrible thing. But release those people. Learn to forgive and forget. If you don't, you literally stop living. And you become a prisoner in the prison of revenge. And it will eat you alive just like a cancer will. Learn to forgive and forget. I've got to say that again. Learn, people. Listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. It's not easy, but we've got to learn to forgive and to forget just as God does with our sins. Thank God He forgives us of our sins. Let's forgive others, okay? Actually, that forgiveness will benefit you even more than the other person. If you're mad at somebody, they probably don't care. But it's eating you alive. God wants to heal you of that today. God wants to set you free from the spirit of revenge, the spirit of anger, of jealousy, or any other problem that you might have. God wants you free from that thing. That's why He sent Jesus to the cross. So that we could live in liberty. We could live in freedom. Amen. Subdue your anger. Subdue it. Wrestle your anger to the ground and defeat it. Hallelujah. And learn about God's great love and forgiveness. Hallelujah to the Lamb forever. I want to close today by reading to you Hebrews chapter 8 verse 12. God says, I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. Dear friend of mine today, let's take that same goodness. Let's take that same spirit of love and forgiveness that God extends to us 
And let's spread it all around this world that is so filled up with hatred and revenge. Wouldn't that be a beautiful thing? You know, we may not change the entirety of the world, and probably won't. But we can take care of our little corner of it. We can bring the light and the life of Jesus to our world, to our place, amen. We can take Christ to the place where we work, and the place where we worship. Seek after God's ways, and put your faith in what Jesus did at Calvary. And He will deliver you today from a spirit of revenge. Amen? Father, in the name of Jesus, deliver this people right now, I pray. Oh God, deliver from revenge, deliver from anger, hatefulness, any problem right now, Lord, that that soul might be having that's reaching out by faith, Lord, set them free right now by the power of Jesus Christ. And I ask it in His name. And everybody would say, Amen and Amen. Hallelujah to God. Uh, to me, that was a pretty uh, uh, powerful lesson today. And the bottom line is, forgiveness is the answer. Learning how to look at others as we want God to look at us. Learning how to treat others as we want God to treat us. Again, let me say, it's not always easy, but God will bring you deliverance. And if you're reaching out in sincerity to the Lord, He will deliver you. Praise God. Well, I enjoy our Bible studies. I enjoy being able to do this program. and I just pray it's a challenge and a blessing to your spiritual life. And Why don't you write to me this week?